There are many ways people listen to vision, including through a PC at work. When you fire up your computer at work, go to vision.org.au slash listen and click the Vision or V180 Listen Live buttons. You can also catch the latest Vision National News Bulletin and enjoy a growing range of on-demand podcasts from the same page all while you work. However, and wherever you listen to Vision, you can be sure that the announcers, programs and music will help you look to God daily. This podcast is made available by Vision Christian Media. Thanks to the generosity of our supporters. Your donation today means great podcasts like this remain available to help people look to God daily. Please make your donation to Visionathon today at vision.org.au. People are so afraid right now. But here's the thing. Don't be afraid. God is with you. At this time of year, our minds are often a chorus of clamouring worries, great and small. But Pastor Greg Laurie points out the hope of the holiday. Here is the message of Christmas. Don't be afraid. Because we are told that God would send His Son and you would call His name Emmanuel. And what does that mean? It means God is with us. This is the day when the lost are found. And fear are mutually exclusive. We can't be faithful and fearful at the same time. But here during this week, when we celebrate a significant event within our faith, we also face some of the most trying times of the year. If it's not busyness, it's finances. If it's not the pandemic, it's the inevitable challenges of family gatherings. Today in A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie points out that our focus should be on the one whose birthday we celebrate. And that brings peace. title of my message for you, Don't Be Afraid. Do those words sound familiar? They were given 2,000 years ago to shepherds keeping watch over their flocks by night. And by the way, my text that I'm going to be looking at in a few moments is Luke chapter 2. But how relevant are those words for us today? Don't be afraid. People are so afraid right now. I read recently on the New York Times website that the top fears of Americans at this moment in history are as follows. Losing American democracy, getting sick with COVID, community changing for the worse, facing eviction, or becoming a violent crime victim. Then we have our personal fears. We're afraid, what if I get sick? What if a member of my family gets sick? What if my family falls apart? What if my wife and I end up getting divorced? So many things to frighten us, but here is the message of Christmas. Don't be afraid, because we are told that God would send his son, and you would call his name Emmanuel. And what does that mean? It means God is with us. But here's the thing. Who did this message originally come to? It came to shepherds keeping watch over their flocks by night. Now, here's the problem with the Christmas story. Let me restate that. There's no problem with the Christmas story. Let's just say the problem is in the way we see it 
today. We see it through a certain lens. I would sum it up this way. We've made Christmas too beautiful. And we've lost the raw power of the original story. For instance, we have taken the images of Mary and Joseph and the baby Jesus and so romanticized them. They're looking tranquilly into each other's faces. They all have halos over their heads. And of course, baby Jesus has a little small halo. (laughs) We've romanticized the wise men. When they arrive, they're in coordinating colors, getting off their camels, holding up their gifts. The Bible doesn't even say there were three wise men, by the way. What if there were nine wise men and they just went in on the gifts together? Guys do that a lot, you know. No, but we've taken this story and added so many layers of tradition to it. I think that we're missing what the story is really all about. And we've certainly romanticized these shepherds. Let me talk to you about who the shepherds were in the first century. Let me start by saying these were not popular people. These were guys that were very low on the social ladder. In fact, they were despised. They did the work that nobody else wanted to do. These were guys that got out there and got their hands and feet dirty. They had dirt under their fingernails. So when they heard that some savior was born in a manger or in a barn, they related to it because that's how they had their children out in the open air. But God handpicked these people who are on the bottom of the social ladder to be the first evangelists with the message that the Messiah had come. This gives hope. Hope to ordinary people like you and me. In 1 Corinthians one twenty-seven, we read these words, take a good look, friends, at who you were when God called you into this life. I don't see many of the brightest and the best among you, not many influential, not many from high society families. Isn't it obvious that God deliberately chose men and women at the culture overlooks and exploits? God chose nobodies to expose the hollow pretensions of the somebodies. Isn't that true? That's the way Jesus rolled. That was his modus operandi. He was always going after the outcast. There's Jesus with a woman caught in the act of adultery. There's Jesus with Zacchaeus, the tax collector, who didn't have a friend in the little town he lived in known as Jericho. There's Jesus with another hurting person. That's why Christ was called the friend of sinners. So the profession of a shepherd was not even thought of as really all that legitimate. They were despised and mistrusted. They were thought of as people who were dishonest. In fact, the testimony of a shepherd was not even allowed in a court of law. So in the Bible, as we'll read in a moment, it says shepherds were keeping watch over their flocks by night. That's romanticized in our minds. But if we were to update it, it might be, and there were used car salesmen watching over their cars by night. Or we might read certain telemarketers were calling people at night. Not everyone's favorite people, but God chose them. What happened? Now let me read to you from Luke chapter two, verse eight. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them and they were terrified. The angel reassured them saying, fear not or don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. 
the Savior. Yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you'll recognize him by this sign. You'll find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth among men with whom God is well pleased. When the angels had returned from heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened. And they hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph. And there was the baby lying in a manger. Let's come back to these shepherds of Israel. They were living in frightening times. Everyone was afraid. Why? They were under the thumb of Rome. Let me say it another way. They were under the iron fist of Rome. Rome had established what was known as Pax Romana uh, under the rulership of Augustus Caesar, which had conquered most of the civilized world at that point. So many Jewish people were wondering, will the Romans ever leave our land again? Will we ever be free again? Will the Messiah ever come? And suddenly, seemingly out of nowhere, but right on schedule, appear these angels with this message, don't be afraid, the Messiah has come. You know, it's interesting, whenever angels appeared, they usually started with these words, don't be afraid. And you know why? Because when an angel appears, you're generally pretty afraid. Angels are powerful, beautiful, magnificent spirit beings. And so they usually started with those words. You know, someone said, I haven't researched this myself, that the Bible says, fear not or don't be afraid 365 times. If that's true, that means that there's a fear not for every day of the year. So whatever you're afraid of, the message of the Lord is don't be afraid. Fear not is the message. And also we have a message of great joy. Fear not and have joy. So that's really a big part of the Christmas message is that you can get rid of your fear and replace it with joy. The condition of joy is to let go of your fear because God had come to the earth, born as a baby in Bethlehem in a small town called Bethlehem on a silent night. Well, thanks for joining us. You're listening to A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie from Harvest Christian Fellowship in California. And he's mapping out the pathway toward less fear and more joy as we move to our Christmas celebration. Today's message is called Don't Be Afraid. Some great encouragement that we all need to be reminded of. Let's continue. This is the most significant event in human history and by and large, most people missed it altogether, starting with Rome. This is an event that would it shake the planet. We would mark human time based on the birth of Christ, and yet most people in Rome didn't even see the significance of it. As far as Rome went, as far as the Caesar went, this is just another person to tax. And Caesar had a very high view of himself because we read in Scripture that a decree was sent out by Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And actually, Augustus means of the gods. So this particular Caesar believed 
He was a deity. There were statues erected throughout Rome and Roman territories of Caesar Augustus, and he was referred to as the savior of the world. So it's ironic that this announcement of the savior's birth is given, but this guy thinks he is the savior of the world. So this was big news in heaven and really no news at all on earth. And that happens a lot today. And the day Rome was all that in a bag of chips. Rome, powerful Rome, ruled by Caesar Augustus. Coming back to him, history tells us that he was small in stature, which means Caesar was a little dude, right? So we can say he was little Caesar. Little would he know that pizza would be named after him. Pizza, pizza, right? So we don't really think much of Caesar now. But he was a big deal on earth at that time. But this event was world changing. Here's another thing that's a big deal in heaven. Whenever a person puts their faith in Jesus Christ. The Bible says, actually Christ himself said, there is joy in heaven over one sinner that comes to repentance. So every time someone says yes to Jesus, there's a party in heaven. Now, we might dismiss it and say, well, what do I care? Someone got religion. Oh, no, they didn't get religion. They found Christ, and that's a big deal in heaven. Now, if you were going to announce this message, you would not have gone to the shepherds. You would have gone, well, probably to Caesar himself. Make this announcement. Hey, Caesar, get the word out. But instead, the Lord's effectively saying, little Caesar, you're fired. <laughs> the party is over. You're no longer the savior of the world. Actually, you never were you need to stand down because the real king has arrived. You might have told the high priest or some other person of influence if we were announcing the message today, let's get a PR firm and let's get the influencers out there to post about it on social media. None of that. The Lord went to the lowest of the low, the shepherds. Now listen to this. These shepherds had a choice as to what to do. Look at verse 15. It says, when the angels returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that happened. See, they had a choice. No question they had this mind-blowing experience of the radiant light and the angelic chorus saying glory to God in the highest and peace on earth among men with whom God is well pleased. And they could have said, let's just, just hang out here and soak it in. Or they might have said, well, we can't go there. We're not dressed appropriately and nobody wants shepherds around. No, they said, let's go quickly and, and let's see this thing for ourselves. You know, a lot of times we miss out on what God wants to do in our life because we don't respond appropriately. They ran to the stable and we read in Luke chapter two, verse 17, and seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. And all who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary kept these things in her heart and thought about them often. But the shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all the had heard and seen as it was told to them by the angel. Listen, you have the same message. You need to share this message too, especially in this Christmas season. Listen, we all know people who are really hurting this Christmas. Some have lost their jobs. Some are sick. Some have a loved one that is sick. Some are very depressed. As you know, alcohol use, drug use is up dramatically, calls to 
helplines or hotlines with people who are having suicidal thoughts are through the ceiling. And we need to tell people a Savior has been born. We need to tell people there's hope. We need to tell people to not be afraid and share this message just as the shepherds shared it. Pastor Greg Laurie with some great encouragement for our Christmas season. People often tend to be more open to a conversation about the Lord at this time than any other time of the year, so good to keep in mind. Well, next time, Pastor Greg brings us some more insight on the good news of great joy, an angelic message given to some lowly shepherds. Hope you can join us for more on A New Beginning with Pastor and Bible Teacher Greg Laurie. Today's message from Pastor Greg Laurie was called Don't Be Afraid. If you'd like to listen again, just download the free Vision Christian Media app where it's available as a podcast. Or for a copy on CD, contact Vision Christian Store on 1-800-00-5011 or go to visionstore.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.